This episode is brought to you by Dietz and Watson. Uh, Molly, it's time we have the talk about hot dogs. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hey, (laughs) I'm looking for a hot dog that's the real deal, Matthew. Like a classic hot dog that like when you think of like the platonic ideal of a hot dog, Mm -hmm. I recommend Dietz and Watson's Dietz Dogs. Ah, well, I've heard that they're handcrafted and made using only Dietz and Watson premium meat. I can vouch for this because Dietz and Watson sent us a big box of hot dogs and other delights. And wife of the show, Lori, and I had them for dinner last night. We had uh, the classic beef Dietz dogs with uh, toasted buns with sauerkraut and pickled jalapenos and Dietz and Watson ballpark style yellow mustard. Do you think you'd recommend Dietz and Watson hot dogs for fried rice? Oh, yeah. Fried rice with some sliced hot dogs. I'm going to be doing that soon. Wife of the show, Lori, is going to be making the hot dog flour buns from Christina Cho's cookbook, Mooncakes and Milk Bread. Very excited for this. Mm, And I'm especially pleased because Dietz and Watson does things the right way. So this means like no additives, no fillers, no artificial flavors, no cutting corners. You can feel good about this stuff. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. Shop now at Dietz slash the right way. That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. Today's episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is the easiest way to create a beautiful website, blog, or online store for you and your ideas. Squarespace features an elegant interface, beautiful templates, and incredible 24-7 customer support. Did you know that with Squarespace, you can make a website that's for you, but not your ideas? Wow. Or a website for someone else and their ideas. And you can do it today at squarespace.com. By entering the offer code SPILLED and getting 10% off at checkout. Woohoo! I'm Matthew. And I'm Molly. And this is Spilled Milk, the show where we cook something delicious, eat it all, and you can't have any. Today, we are talking about fruit salad. And... It's been, I think it's been a month since we last sat down to do the show. The last time we did this, we were in California, birthplace of fruit salad, possibly. <laughs> Maybe. It's, uh, you know, history, history is a, uh, is a deep enigma. And uh, You mean the history of fruit salad or the history of California? Well, both. I mean, it's a, it's a history of... I think of, there was like some gold. I think that there was like some... Some gold. Some like, some like surf guitar. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty. Those are the two things. Yeah, um, California gold and surf guitar. A lot of it, like uh, colonization and, and murders and stuff. Yeah. Okay, go on. So uh, fruit salad. Earthquakes. All And all of this came together. Fires. Into, Fires. Yes, into the fiery salad bowl we know as fruit salad today. Yum. Um, so yeah, so since, uh, since we got back from LA, I've been doing nothing but thinking about fruit salad. And uh, I... Uh, You've been waiting all month to record this episode. Yes, I've been, I've been sitting here since, since April 1st, <laughs> since April Fool's Day. Uh, I've been sitting here in front of this microphone, which is weird. because Waiting I was, for me to show up. Because I was in California on April 1st, but my clone was sitting in front of this microphone expectantly. <laughs> um, it's really cool having a clone. <laughs> So, did you eat fruit salad growing up? And what is fruit salad what anyway? What is fruit salad? Let's talk about like what is fruit salad because, so fruit salad is like it is. I think it's as American as as California, which is to say, not very. It's as American as like potato salad. It shows up at pretty much like every outdoor eating occasion. Such as a picnic or a barbecue. Uh, yeah, like a picnic. <laughs> or you just got locked out of your house. <laughs> Suddenly there's some fruit salad there and you're like, sweet, now I won't be hungry. Yeah, you just pick it, pick fruit salad off of the fruit salad tree in Only your yard. Only in California, though. Right. 
So I think that I've talked before about my tender youth in Oklahoma City, <laughs> Oklahoma. When you were when you were coming up as just a tender shoot. When I was just a tender little sprout. Um, no, uh, I lived near um, the Oklahoma City Art Museum, which was at the time on this like big, crazy piece of property in what was actually kind of a modest part of Oklahoma City at that time. It was like this one lone giant mansion okay. called the Buttram Mansion. <laughs> Surely you remember this. Um, I, I probably it was remember you B-U-T-T-R-A-M. saying B-U-T-T-R-A-M. It's like the funniest word ever when you're a kid. I, I don't get it. What's funny about that? Uh-huh. Anyway, so... Um, the art museum would have outdoor concerts on Saturday nights when sure. I was a kid and my dad would like make his famous potato salad and we'd maybe like take some cold roasted chicken. This was a real like high class deal. My parents For had sure. like one of those picnic baskets with the folding off top and like matching yeah. like napkins and a blanket to sit on and shit. Anyway, I remember my dad like making or maybe my mom making fruit salad. That is the one time as a child outside of like the 4th of July. That I remember there being fruit salad. So what was in this fruit salad? Oh, so... Which fruits, and was there a dressing or something to tie it all together? Or a ribbon? Funny that you should mention a ribbon, because, you know, it was a lot like that horror story that we all read as kids about the man whose wife had a ribbon around her neck. And he always asked, like, what, why she wore this ribbon. She even slept in it. And one day when she was sleeping, he untied the ribbon and her head fell off. Yeah. That, I hate it when that happens. I, I was so scared that I was going to like marry somebody who wore a ribbon all the time. And I was going to have to go through this. Like, is this person's head actually attached or not? Like, do I want to find out or do I just want to like enjoy this person while I'm with them and not really know? <laughs> I used to I used to usually wear a belt. And then I realized you could buy pants that stay up without a belt. Oh, yeah, that's and cool. Now I, I rarely wear a belt and uh, the lower half of my body has not yet fallen off. You know, I used to wear a dog collar in college. Really? Yeah, it was a black leather dog collar. Oh, that's cool. Um, but it wasn't to keep my head on. Well, as far as you know. Yeah. Anyway, so at the fruit salad. So I have never been a big believer in fruit salads that have like dressing on them. For me, okay. fruit salad is just a bunch of like cut up fruit. Uh, the fruit salad of my youth, I think, probably had like sliced bananas, which I hated as a kid. Yeah. And they, they kind of get everywhere. I know we're going to talk about this. Sliced strawberries, blueberries, maybe an apple that would have been like cut into wedges. And then the wedges would have been cut like crosswise into like little triangles, sort of. I don't like fruit salad with orange segments in it. There's mm. like always like I have no problem with eating an orange and eating the pith and whatever. I just I like the bitter flavor, but I don't want that in my fruit salad. I want my fruit salad to be like cut up fruit. Yeah, you want, you want <laughs> cut ups. The thing I okay that reminds me of, of a couple things. So the fruit salad that I remember from my youth was pretty much as you described. I don't remember there being any kind of dressing, but mostly what I remember of it is like the negative aspects, mostly. Uh, namely that so the fruit typical, the fruit would get bruised yeah the fruit does get bruised and it gives it gets it starts like juicing right it starts away. it start juices itself yeah like you, you people pay like two hundred dollars for a juicer no, no just you make don't have some to fruit salad put it in a picnic basket and like walk to your nearby park and by the time you get there like the jostling effect of the picnic basket will have juiced your fruit salad for you <laughs> yes it works uh you know you get your ten thousand steps you get your ten thousand <laughs> hours uh uh-huh. and you get and you get your juice and then yeah. you can just throw away the chunks of fruit nobody wants that shit <laughs> 
Um, and then the other thing is I remember that if there was banana in it, it would kind of take over everything. Like everything would taste like a banana. Yeah. And bananas, I, I feel like, so as an adult, I've come around to bananas. Oh, I like bananas. I didn't like them as a kid. I liked the, we've definitely talked about this. I liked the flavor and I liked the texture, but I didn't want the flavor and the texture together. <laughs> we have talked about my this. It life, still doesn't make sense. My life is so complicated. I am a deeply complicated person, Matthew. I contain multitudes. Yeah, sure. I don't got, know if you've ever heard that phrase before. <laughs> you've got, yeah, you've got the flavor side of you and the texture side, but get them together and there's trouble. There'll but be a, a rumble. Yes, there'll be an internal rumble, the worst <laughs> kind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, although, I mean, really, if you if you go like in the bat, like in in Michael Jackson's bad video, when there are like these two opposing teams of street gangs like fighting in a parking lot, that uh-huh. that could happen in my body. That would be a negative thing. What were we talking about? Oh, like the the rumbling, the fruit rumbling together, the fruit and, rumbling together. Uh, oh, the banana rumble. Yeah. So banana after it's been cut and then like hanging around with fruit that's like you know juicing all over it it just starts to get this like sheen to it and it starts to lose its structural integrity at the edges this is so gross yeah it's so kind of disgusting um so i in preparation for this episode as you know i've been preparing for this episode uh you know in in like (laughs) for for at least a month like in earnest but really all my life um, I, you know, I asked a couple of uh, friends of the show slash employees of the show. Abby said, eh, I don't really like fruit salad. Uh, Becky selling it said, uh, eh, like it, f- fruit by itself is better. And so I, I went out onto the internet, a, a scary place. It is a full scary of rumbles, place. And, uh, and I wanted to find something that sounded like a fruit salad that would, uh, that, that would, would turn, convert you. You yeah, wanted to convert be a hater like, like our friends, Abby and Becky known haters. Yeah. Um, so what I came up with was, and, and maybe you're not going to like it because it has a dressing, but uh, this uh, recipe from the cookbook Pock Pock by Andy Ricker mm-hmm. uh, of Thai restaurants fame. Uh, and it's got like a Thai salad dressing as heard on the Thai salads episode. Ah, so so like uh, like straight up like fish sauce, lime juice, water, sugar, garlic? Uh, no garlic. Chili. Chilies, yes. Fresh chilies? When you said straight up, now I have the Paula Abdul song stuck in my head. Do you really want to love me forever? Okay. <laughs> wow. Gosh, um, I, I, Matthew, all this time here, I thought that we were just kidding about being married to each other. No, it. it now turned, it's really going to happen. Well, remember that dream sequence? We can be non-monogamous in the uh, in the milkshake episode when there was that uh, that pretty music played and we went into the kitchen for forty-seven <laughs> minutes. It turned out we not only made four milkshakes, we also accidentally got married. <laughs> Read about it. In I our, just blacked out in our memoir, "Accidental Marriage." <laughs> um, so, should we eat some fruit salad? Yeah, let's eat some fruit salad. Because I'm getting hungry. Yeah, I have not eaten anything since April 1st in preparation <laughs> for this fruit salad episode, and I'm having an internal rumble. Okay. All right. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is the easiest way to make professionally designed sites, regardless of your skill level, no coding required. Do you need a website? Do you need a portfolio? Do you need an online store? Do you need a blog? You can do all of those things. Do you need a friend? Okay, maybe Squarespace can't do that last thing, but it can do all of the other things. Yes, and... By listening to our ad today and doing what we tell you to, you can get a free domain name and 10% off if you enter the offer code SPILLED with your first purchase. Let's be honest. I mean, Squarespace's 24-7 customer support is so responsive. It's more responsive than any of your friends. 
Yeah, I mean, who needs friends, you know? Building a website can be tough. It, it can be tougher than than making friends. Yes, making friends isn't easy. Making a website <laughs> is because now there's Squarespace and you can create a beautiful-looking professional site without breaking a sweat. Yep, it's got intuitive and easy-to-use tools. Uh, it's got state-of-the-art technology, and you know you can trust it because millions of people and some of the most respected brands in the world do, too. Yeah, I mean, can you trust your friends the way you can trust Squarespace? <laughs> I doubt it. I mean, I've heard that Jody Watley song. I mean, do your friends give you 24-7 online support and a beautiful website? They do not. No. What are you waiting for? Go to squarespace.com <laughs> and use the offer code SPILLED. Start, start a trial with no credit card required. If you sign up for a whole year, you get a free domain name. If you use the offer code SPILLED, you get 10% off your first purchase. So go to squarespace.com and use that offer code SPILLED for 10% off. And they're your real friend now. <laughs> All right. Okay. We are back. So uh, this is going to be real spicy. This put, is kind of like a, a like a monochromatic fruit salad. Ooh. Wow, that is kind of like electrifying. Ooh, that is spicy and I like it. Yeah, this is good. It's a little too spicy even for me. Mm. But how many chilies did you put in here? Two. It is really spicy. So when would you eat this, though? Because, like, this is like a sneak attack for most people. Like, you can't just put this out at, like, your 4th of July barbecue. Well, you can if you're if you're a prankster. <laughs> I, I love it when you say prankster. <laughs> I'm the original prankster. <laughs> yeah. Um, who did that song? Is that The Offspring? I don't know what song you're talking about. The song Original Prankster. <laughs> oh. All right. Um, I think it was The Offspring. If, if not, it is now. Um, Were they the ones who did the um, Come Out and Play song? Yeah, that was their first big hit. Yeah. Was, that was like was, when I was in college. It was catchy. Like one of those songs you love to hate. Like, oh, mm -hmm. Santa Monica by Everclear. Everclear played a big part in like uh, the the early days of, uh, of uh, my uh, uh, meeting my wife. And, really? Uh, yeah. Because she like gave me the tape of their first album. Oh, she did. Mm -hmm. And then we went to see them play at a at a little record store in, in California. Was Santa Monica on that album? No, that was on their second album. But cool. I love that song. It's such a good song. And then they made a whole bunch more albums after that that I've never really listened to. Yeah, yeah, no. But Santa Monica, I always feel like I have to kind of like. I mean, I don't really believe in guilty pleasure, but I always feel like I have to hide a little bit when I listen to that. Same thing when I listen to Mariah Carey's "Fantasy." Mm -hmm. That song is so catchy. It is such a great like dance song, but you kind of have to like be pretty convinced that nobody's gonna like hear you. <laughs> I don't I don't know that one off the top of my head. How does oh, really? it go? Really? I'm oh, probably no, gonna I'm recognize not, I'm not it. gonna sing it oh, for come you. On. No, it's like um I'll I'll sing Santa Monica for you if you sing fantasy for me. <laughs> We're throwing <laughs> but, it down here. But you can actually sing, Matthew. <laughs> Singing is not one of my talents. It's not a singing contest. It's okay, uh, it's, it's an like, educational um, contest. <laughs> so, no, I'm not going to sing Mariah Carey's fantasy for you. But we can it's live like, beside um, the ocean. She, there's like a part where she's like, do, 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 do. <laughs> sweet, sweet fantasy, baby. <laughs> when I close my eyes, you come in. Whatever, whatever. Okay, yeah. I just did a terrible job. <laughs> I got to say, well, you're bright red now. Profusely. Um, yeah, I changed my mind about singing Santa Monica. <laughs> You 
must sing Santa Monica now. Come on, bust it out. We could live beside the ocean, leave the fire behind, Woo! swim out past the breakers, and watch the world die. Oh man, that is what every teenager wants to do, yes! right? Swim out past the breakers and watch the world die. Yeah, just let it burn. <laughs> Um, Wasn't there a song called We Don't Need No Water? No, We Don't Need No yeah, Water, don't, Let the, the Motherfucker, motherfucker burn. burn. Now, I always. I, was that like Op Ivy or something? No, I think it was the Bloodhound Gang, but I always get Wait that a minute, confused. You talked about the Bloodhound Gang in a recent show. Okay, but I talked about the. Okay, the Bloodhound Gang, the band, is named after the Bloodhound Gang, the from segment 321 Contact. Which I, I still yes. have never seen and have never heard of, right. other than from you. <laughs> um. But I always get the the Bloodhound Gang confused with another band, so I'm not positive. Who who did the song Scooby Snacks? Oh, I have no idea. Okay. Anyway, uh, now <laughs> we've we've alienated everyone: Bloodhound Gang fans, fruit salad people, anybody who thought they could tolerate my singing voice. <laughs> um, Mariah Carey is no longer listening to the show. Oh. Um. Okay. I, I like this. I. But when would you make this? Like, I would rather just like eat some pineapple. I love pineapple. I I would like this on a picnic because, like, I don't like the plain kind of plain fruit salad that, that is associated with picnics. I would be fine with this alongside the, the fried chicken or whatever. That's a good idea. I mean, it, it's it's going to – it's really acidic because it's got lime juice, so it's going to, like, cut through your – any My grease from the fried chicken. It's so warm right now. It's very spicy. It's very spicy, but in a good way. I yeah. Mean, I, I, I can, like, tolerate it. Um, I can hang. Now, I, I simplified the recipe a little. The The original recipe calls for, among other things, carrots, like shredded carrots. No, I don't like that. I don't that. think that makes sense. I don't want that. Um, it calls for dried shrimp, which I think would be good. Can, can we talk a little bit about, like, plain fruit salad? Because mm-hmm. I, you know that I, I tend to, when I'm cooking for myself and my family, make much more plain food than you do. Mm. I don't know if I would describe it that way, but okay, mm. sure. I, I would just... <laughs> I was going to be say something mean. Never mind. Oh, great. Go ahead, Matthew. I would say I would, I would describe it as more bland than plain, but I don't actually mean that. Thanks. Thanks, <laughs> asshole. Um, no, All right, it's this just show that... is over. Uh, no, you can find that... us. <laughs> <laughs> you can find us out past the breakers watching the world die. <laughs> okay, no, we're not done. Um, I can just really get down with like some scrambled eggs and like a big salad with like avocado in it and stuff for dinner. And like some bread, like like just simple food like that. That's not bland food. No, it's not. I was not serious at all. Great. Okay, I'm glad we cleared that up. Anyway, moving right along. So a couple of years ago, my niece Hillary, hi Hillary. I don't think you actually listen to the show, but I will pretend that you do. My niece Hillary, who was like 23 at the time, was out here. Uh, she was working at Delancey for the summer, and she was living in the guest room slash love dungeon that is my basement. I remember this. Mm-hmm. Anyway, and Hillary, every morning, I've never seen a person consume so much fruit. She would get up, and she would make basically a fruit salad for herself. She would, you know, cut up like one of like six, one each of like six different fruits. And she would literally, I mean, one day she told me, she put her fruit salad in like one of those like deli containers to take it somewhere with her. And it was a full quart of fruit salad that she ate every morning. Wow. And it was just cut up fruit, nothing on it. Anyway, so for as much as I kind of made fun of her fruit habit, which was also overtaking my refrigerator and in a lot of ways very annoying, Hillary already knows this. We had to have some like real boundary setting about the amount of fruit she was keeping in my refrigerator. Um, <laughs> did she have? Did she put labels on it with her name so you wouldn't eat her fruit? Oh no, it was obvious. There, like it obvious, was, obvious how? 
so much fruit. I mean, it was in the summer, and so we were both like going to the farmer's market and getting berries and stuff. And then when I get berries, I like lay them out on a sheet pan that's lined with paper towels. So we would have like two sheet pans going, and in that case, we would have to know whose was whose because God forbid. Right. God forbid she should take any of my berries. Yeah. Um, anyway, but uh, no, I mean, there were moments when she would like take a picture of the inside of the refrigerator and send it to me like as a <laughs> joke because it was so full of fruit. Anyway, but all this to say that Hillary's influence kind of rubbed off on me. Oh. And now in the summer, so I'm usually the one who wakes up with June. And in the summer when there are like really good plums and peaches and you've got like blueberries and all that. I really very often will cut up a bowl of various fruits for me in June and we'll sit down like civilized people with our, you know, our bowl and spoon out servings for each other and eat our fruit salad. And I have come to really appreciate plain fruit salad when it is freshly cut up. Yeah. Because like as far as simple, delicious flavors, there there are a few things better than like a slice of perfectly ripe banana speared on the same fork as a really great strawberry and eaten in one bite. Yes, because I think strawberry and banana have very complementary kind of creamy, yeah. soft textures. Or a like nectarine a, and a raspberry. Yep, I, I'll buy that too. I, but I feel like when you get a grape juxtaposed with, like I think a grape and a pineapple actually go well together because they're both very firm. Mm-hmm. But like a grape and a banana, that, that reads like... Mm, but I like the taste of it. It's a little hard to eat because, like, you got this fudgy banana and then you got this grape that's kind of, like, slipping all around your mouth. <laughs> I do, actually, right now. Right now. Um, I don't know. But the thing is, is I almost never buy grapes, actually. That's the thing. Grapes are, like, just kind of a food I never think to eat. Um, I really, we, I mean, we did a whole episode, a grape episode. Where and we everybody, ate. you should go listen to it because Matthew <laughs> briefly channels God. Some, uh, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say some ancient God. The one named God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. First first name Bob. I mean if there is one thing we are it is monotheists. <laughs> <laughs> Except there's there are two of us as <laughs> there so were bi-theists. Um okay so uh oh I did want to talk about something. Um there's this great book by Jennifer Holm called Turtle in Paradise that is set in the Florida Keys and in the book she talks about how the kids get together and have what's called a cut up where they as, as I remember, it cut up a bunch of different kinds of fruits, including some tropical fruits, throw them together into a fruit salad with hot sauce, which mm. sounds awesome. How do you feel about fruit with like um, spicy, like chili flakes or something like that on mm-hmm. it? Like, you know, in Mexico, they sell these. There's one called like tayine or something like that. That is like um, like a chili powder type blend thing that is made to be put onto fresh fruit. Yeah, this is a big thing in Thailand also. You'll find like a glass push cart with uh, with fresh mango and pineapple and you'll, they'll like cut uh, cut up a piece for you and like throw on some, uh, some chili and salt. Um, I like the idea of this really so good. much better yes. than a dressing on a fruit salad. Oh yeah, it's, it's great. Yeah, but especially I, I, a dressing. God, have you ever had somebody serve you like a fruit salad with some sort of yogurt based dressing? Mm, any kind of cream. Well, I mean, because mm, fruit salad with like Cool that. Whip is is a thing. Really, I've never had sure, that. Sure, that's a Midwestern thing, right? Let me I tell you about know. my childhood in the Midwest. <laughs> yeah, I'm an expert on this topic. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I my, grew up in the land of chicken fried steak, not Cool Whip fruit salad. Let's be clear. <laughs> there was this guy I knew in college, I'm not going to say his name, who had this kind of, he had like sandy blonde hair that he would like moose into this kind of wavy hairstyle that looked exactly like 
the coating of like a commercially processed chicken fried steak yeah. and like the same like ripples in it. And so um, we, I, I used to call him CFS behind his back, which was mean, but also funny. I love that that when you were in college, right? You were in college. Is that what yep. you said? I love that that was your reference point. You were chicken so fried steak? geeky. And I love it. <laughs> Well, because they served it sometimes at the dining hall. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. In Southern California? Sure. Because I, I, I think it's probably like was a dining hall staple like nationwide at the time. I don't remember them serving it in my dining hall. Well. Maybe I just like gave it a wide berth. Maybe you did. Yeah. Maybe it reminded you too much of uh, of that guy you dated with the hair that looked like chicken fried steak. No, that was you. Um, I, oh. no, wait, I didn't have the hair. Wait, hold on. There are a couple things we have to talk about, like. Uh, you wrote on here Wikipedia. Matthew, would you like to present this mm-hmm. idea here? I actually remember my mother teaching me this when I was little. That you know how when you see like a high ranking military officer and they have the the like part on their uniform with like all the little ribbons of different yeah, colors. Yeah. Um, which I don't really understand what that is. I, I think it's like awards that they receive or medals or mm-hmm, something, but mm-hmm. it seems like that's a lot of medals. Anyway, that's that's called fruit salad. Is that like a, like a anyone, widely recognized term? I think it's what is how do you define widely recognized? Well, so uh, okay, but so it was on Wikipedia. So the example they they mentioned this on the, I was looking at the Wikipedia Wikipedia page for fruit salad of course and they mentioned uh, that uh, that is a slang t- term used for medals on a soldier's uniform. E.g., look at the fruit salad <laughs> on that colonel. <laughs> I want to. I just want to go around saying, "Fruit salad on that." Look at the fruit salad on that kernel. Damn. Damn. Um, You know, I always think of fruit salad, and this is probably in my own like private understanding of it. I always (laughs) (laughs) your own private Oklahoma. My own private fruit salad. No, I always think of it as like like to make a mess of something. Like, boy, I made a real fruit salad of that, or whatever. I don't know where I came up with that. Yeah, I don't know if I, it sounds right. I don't know if I've heard it before or not. It's interesting. There's oh no, I'm not going to talk about this. It just made me think of this like French term that kind of there's a French term that's like you must talk about this now, right? Okay, okay. So there's an idiom in French. Um, if you like make a total mess of something, if you botch something or whatever, you would say j'ai mis le bazar. Like I I. I, I put the bazaar like I uh, but in the sense of like a B-A-Z-A-R, like this big, like colorful, like wild, like uh, oh, I open were... air festival. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to talk about this because it was offensive. Somehow. No, no, it's not offensive. It's just it's insufferable when I talk about French things. Oh, I see. On this show. I like it. Anyway, but there's something about like mettre le bazaar that reminds me of like to make fruit salad of something. Yeah, absolutely. Like a bazaar is like the fruit salad of marketplaces. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think we can all agree on that. Yeah. Um, okay. How about herbs? Like, uh, I, 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 I don't always... care. Okay, fine. I never have fresh herbs at home. Like, interesting. I feel like I should I because totally... fresh, fresh herbs are really good for like perking stuff up. If you had asked me, <laughs> perking stuff up, if you had asked me, like, uh, you know, if you had given me a quiz and said, uh, based on everything you know about me, am I a fresh herb person or not? I would have said yes about you. About me. That was extremely ambiguous. <laughs> I am not a fresh herb person. Okay. I, I buy them like for a recipe or something. Yeah. But I don't really. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, we both we both have a lot to learn. We are really full of surprises. You can find us online at spilledmilkpodcast.com, where we'll post a link to the book Turtle in Paradise and a link to the Wait, recipe. Wait, what's for, Turtle in Paradise? It's the book I talked about like four minutes ago with, that's set in Key West and has cut-ups. Oh, I think I kind of like tuned out while you were doing You really that. made the bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> you can find us on Facebook at... Fa- oh, and we'll also post the, the link to uh, Andy Ricker's Pock Pock uh, Fruit, Fruit Salad. salad. Uh, which I finished. I really like it. I finished mine, too. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Spilled Milk Podcast, uh, where you can uh, tell us about your formative uh, banana. What? what, what uh, <laughs> I, tell us about your formative banana? <laughs> I, I realized as I started to say that, like, I, I got nothing here. You can you can just join us on our Facebook and just be part of the community. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Great. Everybody loves that. Um, you can you can leave us a review on iTunes. I can just keep sitting here and letting you do the closing. And until next time, uh, thank you for listening to Spilled Milk. Uh, we are still living with your ghost. <laughs> yes, lonely and dreaming of the West Coast. I don't want to be. Wait, I don't want to be. I what? don't want to be, be your, your bad guy. I don't want to be your downtime. Sleepwalk. I don't want to do your sleepwalk dance anymore. I just want to see some sunshine. All right. Uh, I'm Matthew Amsterburton. I'm Molly Weisenberg. And I'm also Art Alexakis. (laughs) Um, (coughs) Woo! Fresh chilies. Yeah. They are fresh. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.